Hi, everyone. It's Claudia, and welcome to Take a Moment to dot, dot, dot. And that represents the new topic that I bring to you each and every weekday that I hope will you know, inspire and encourage you to pause and think for a moment to um, maybe to tweak your perspective on that very topic. Today is take a moment to look at yourself. One of the most difficult things we can do in life is take a hard, introspective look at ourselves. It is so easy to point our finger at everybody else. When things are going wrong, when things just don't seem to be working out, it's everybody else's fault. But oftentimes we need to take a look at ourselves. What are the decisions we're making? What are we doing that can cause havoc in our lives or cause things to not work out? Uh, there could be deep hurts and wounds. There could be um, relational issues caused from a childhood we don't I don't know but you know and you don't may not even know but it's important to take a look at ourselves to be able to identify issues and to be able to move on and grow and develop and step forward today's first scripture is out of James 1 23 through 27 anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Can you imagine looking at yourself in a mirror and then not remembering what you look like? It's like putting these blinders on or just putting these a blindfold on and just not remembering your own face and your own features and a very important part of you. Um, so we can't do that. We have to be able to look at ourselves. We have to be able to have the courage to go deep and to be able to make the choices in life to deal with the, the issues that can hold us back. Um, but also there are good things we can look at and there are things we can love about ourselves. I mean, hey, hello, I love things about myself, but I'm always identifying things that I need to change and work on. That's an important part of, of, of growing and developing. Uh, the uh, next scripture I want to use is out of Psalm 51, 10 through 12. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation, of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. The only way we can do this to look at ourselves is to honestly go before the Lord and ask him to prepare in us a heart that is ready to receive change, transformation, the ability to heal, to go before him, to want to change um, and have a clean heart to let go of the past, to let go of things we might have done that we maybe weren't intending to do. But we have to be clean before the Lord and clean in ourselves. Um, but another scripture is out of Isaiah 64, 8. But now, O oh Lord, you are our father. We are the day you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. The Lord loves us so much. He is the potter and we are the clay. If we allow him to, he is forever molding us and changing us and shifting us and refining us. It's a painful process. You look at a potter and the clay, they're smushing it and squenching it and punching it and doing all kinds of things to it. And imagine God doing that to us. It's, it's not easy, but it's necessary to be able to be put, to be fashioned and to be formed and to be put in the kiln 
and to be refined. Uh, the next scripture I want to use is that of Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is near to the broken hearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Oftentimes, what makes it difficult to look at ourselves, we don't like what we see. There's a lot of wounding. There's a lot of deep hurts. There's a lot of pain uh, from childhood, from the past, from what others have done to us, what we've done to ourselves. And Jesus came to, to save us from all of this, to heal us, to set us free from all of this. He came to heal the brokenhearted, to lift us up out of the pit and the miry clay, and to set us on a on a on a path that is of abundance and not degradation and shame. And then out of Psalm 147:3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He doesn't leave us straggling. He doesn't lead us to lick our wounds. He binds us up. And he heals us. Imagine the bandages. And when you take it, you, you break an arm or a leg, you take that cast off and you're all healed up. Now, a few years ago, I had learned a, a, te of a technique out of Japan called Kintsugi. And it's a phenomenal technique where if there's a broken vessel, like a vase, for example, instead of throwing away the vase with all the cracks in it, they will take gold and they will melt it and pour it into the vase and fill up the cracks. It's actually a 15th century practice, meaning to join with gold. And it's a reminder to stay optimistic when things fall apart and to celebrate the flaws and missteps of life. Um, the ancient philo Japanese philosophy that helps us accept our flaws. Remember, again, I've said before, we are made perfect in Jesus and he is making us perfect. But what's even better, like Kintsugi, Jesus takes us, he refines us as pure gold. And when the, <laughs> excuse me, coming over a bad virus, uh, forgive the voice, but um, when we are refined with pure gold, we are put in the kiln and we come out as gold. And the vase with the gold in it is more valuable than it was before when it was originally made or when it was broken. When nobody should be discarded. We all have value. But Jesus sees the pure gold in us and he fills those cracks with his love. He fills those cracks with his value for us. He fills those cracks with his purpose for us. And he, we are gold to him. So today, I, it's, it's important to that we look at ourselves through the eyes of Jesus. We are made perfect in him. We are not abandoned, but we are refined. And to take a look at ourselves, to have the courage to do it, to go from brokenness to gold. So today I encourage you to take a moment to look at yourself.